0: Are you ready for change?
1: Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait!
0: Okay now, from the beginning.
1: Hit it, boys.
0: Welcome to the Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Ovitt of Empower Ministry. He's a recovery coach, pastor, counselor, author, creator of Emotional Relearning. And we've been having a series here on habits and how to break them how to change your life and and the audience has been growing and and many have contacted us and are encouraged by what they're hearing and getting all kinds of tips and going to the website of empowerforliving.com and finding resources there, and getting the free book, empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger, and that will get you the free e-book uh, download on triggers, and learning those things that set us off into tangents, and set us off in the habits, and keep us under its thumb, so to speak, and you can break those habits, and you know, this has been encouraging for so many, and Ron, I was wondering today... We've been talking to a lot of individuals, and we know it's resonating with the audience. We've been finding this out. And yet, something that we don't talk about enough is those that struggle with loved ones that have addictions. Those that struggle with a family member that's just tearing everyone apart. And all the things, the baggage that comes with that, perhaps they're not confessing it, perhaps they're not admitting it, perhaps they're in denial. And it's a tough road for a child or a sibling or a parent or a spouse to live with people that have addictions and are doing nothing about it. I know in your heart you've seen this many, many times, and I'm sure you have something you can share with us and the audience. So how do you deal with a loved one that might have a habit?
1: Yes, I get I get that all the time, being a recovery coach. Now that I'm doing this a lot of full time, I'm not doing the counseling and stuff like I used to, but I still get calls almost every other day, you know, and now that we're doing these podcasts, you know, we're getting a lot of people wanting to know well, what do I do. And so I would tell them right now, stop the, the podcast. If they've got a friend that's doing this, call them up, tell them to listen, tell them where to get it, or listen to this podcast and then share it with others, you know. But I want to talk about the process that a lot of people go to because they don't know what the process is, some of the pitfalls of them, what they got to do. I've had homes for addictions. When I was executive pastor of Calvary Church in Odom Park, we started a nonprofit called Calvary Charities. And so we had homes for addiction. So I know what it's like to, to minister, uh, programs and do things like that. The first thing is when you've got someone, the chances are they're in denial. It's not that big of a problem. What are you talking about? And here's the problem. When they're not under the influence of substance, they act pretty normal. You'll be surprised how how many times, you know, you'll go, oh, they're back, they're back. And that's great. I mean, who doesn't want hope? Living with someone that has a strong addiction, is just, it's nerve-wracking. It's just horrible. And so I would recommend for a lot of people that have loved ones, you know, Al-Anon, other groups like that where they can get with other people that are struggling with this would be a big help. But what happens a lot of times is a person's in denial. I have a a free download you can get off our website on substance abuse. Uh, I've put some quizzes in there I've created that you can ask questions and they can rate themselves and they can see that uh, there's an issue. But even still that won't help. Where's
0: that available?
1: That's on our website www.empowerforliving.com. Go into resources and you'll see that. But what we have to do sometimes is have an intervention. Now, an intervention, you need someone that has done successful interventions. Find someone that knows what interventions are and they've done it. You know, get some references, you know, check them out. But a lot of times when you do an intervention, you have to be prepared to have tough love. You know, if you don't do this, then this is the consequence, you know, because otherwise it will backfire. You know, so we want you to go to a program. So you have everyone gets a letter that they read to the person. They plead with them. They tell them how much they love them and how this has been hurting and it's hard on the person because they don't want to see the loved ones admit how much they're hurting and everything so a lot of times that will get them in a program and so what do they go to they go to a a 21 day or a 28 day It depends uh, upon the uh, funding but they go to a treatment program and so it's a 21 day program now the trouble is a lot of these programs can cost a thousand dollars a day, and maybe the insurance is paying for it. Maybe not. Some you can find that are cheaper and this and that. But you would think that if your insurance or you paid that much money, that things are going to be fixed. I mean, my goodness, if you paid twenty thousand or fifteen thousand to get your car fixed, it better run, right? I mean, you'd be back that mechanic in no time. But the trouble is, it's just the tip of the iceberg. A person will come home and within weeks, sometimes they're relapsed. They're back out there again. And the parents or the loved one is just beside themselves. And so what I often need to tell them is that, look, this is a long-term issue. A 21-day program is just the beginning. Now, People don't want to hear that. Well, I've got, they got a job. They got, but if we don't take care of this, they're going to lose that job. Hmm. If we don't take care of this, you're going to lose everything because sooner or later you're not working, sooner or later you're not paying your bills, sooner or later. And so I can't help it. If you had cancer, you would do anything and everything. To get rid of that cancer, none of us judge a family that gets, you know, impoverished or whatever it has to do. They have to quit their job because they're getting eight months of chemo. Our heart goes out to them. Well, we need to start having our heart go out to those people that are serious about addictions, because this is an issue that we need to come next to people and help them with. And so after a 21-day treatment or 28, I recommend a halfway program. Now some have what's called extended care facilities, and that is they do a whole long program. And I'm telling you, if it's a serious addiction, they need up to a year sometimes of a program. Sometimes you can get away with six months, but it takes a long time to really get this really nipped. And people don't like to hear that, but I would recommend that they go to a halfway house. Now, at a halfway house, you can start working, but you also have to pay rent, you know, and pay for the programs. It's not going on with life as usual. And trouble is, I see a lot of people do this the second or third try because they just don't believe the first time that it's that serious. I think part of that's because they're not trained early on when they go to a program that they're going to have to extend. After a halfway house is a three-quarter house, and at a three-quarter house you get more freedom. And test here is what do you do when you got some money in your pocket? What do you do when you don't have people making you do a urine sample every day? Are you going to fall back into it? That's the litmus test. I used to have a guy, a guy's come to me, well, I've been, I've been sober six months. You know, I said, oh, okay, well, did you go to a program? No, I was in jail, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, maybe or maybe not, you can get drugs in jail, I don't know, but I would think it'd be pretty difficult. I would think it'd be kind of easy not to get high in jail, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's not the real litmus test. The litmus test is when you're out back in the world. And so if they can get to a halfway program or three-quarter or what's called extended care where you're in there longer, that'd be great.
0: So, Ron, what I hear you saying is to the listeners here that have a loved one that has a serious addiction, we're talking alcoholism, drugs, Mm -hmm. something that's deteriorating the family, something that makes them dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. whatever that habit you're saying, in all truth, it's not going to be an easy road. It might cost a lot of money. It might cost a lot of time. But you have to be serious about it. This, You have to have an intervention. Get this person, this loved one, into a program at any cost. Just treat it like cancer or any other kind of terminal illness. You have to be serious about it and get them the help they need and stick with it. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. And a lot of time, the person doesn't want to do that. I right. Right. I don't start off saying, well, gee, you need to be in a one-year program, right, right. I, they'll never sign up for that, you know, that sounds like a jail sentence, you know. So we start with a good 28-day program, then we review, hopefully encourage them to get into the halfway house and, and, you know, be monitored and stuff like that, especially if it's young people. Now, they won't, they won't want to do it necessarily, but then you got to ask, are you serious? Are mm-hmm. you really serious? A young person has the rest of their life ahead of them and they need to get this behind them. Now, the trouble is sometimes you don't have the other things going on with it. You need meetings and support. You need counseling. That's why I did my program. It, it took me, uh, what, less than a month to figure out these, these are emotional issues going on. And so I started with emotional resilience class and things like that where we would start teaching how do you overcome these emotional things. And so counseling is important. And then another thing is important is if it depends where you are. If this is the serious issue and everything is messed up financially, then you need some financial counseling. You'd be amazed how many programs never treat this. I mean, they send a the person back home and, and you talk about stress. Your house is for being foreclosed on. Uh, you've got bills that haven't been paid. Well, you know, you need some financial help here. How can you figure this out? How can you stack some of these bills? What can you do? Another thing that happens a lot of times, sometimes there's a the court gets involved in these issues and all of a sudden a person might have a felony or you know whatever they may have a DUI and now they can't drive there's a lot of things like that that just overwhelm you and so you need someone to help you with job placements you know or you're getting a job and figure out your finances together too these are crucial and then marriage counseling you know counseling for yourself is one thing but how do you put back How do you build trust again? So these are a lot of things, and and they can listen to this podcast. Uh, I'll be doing other materials on it uh, that we can talk, and and they can watch some of our videos. But we'd love to help people. I have resources that we can refer. Not everything has to cost a lot, but these are are hard issues. They can contact us on our website.
0: Thank you, Ron. This has been a fantastic series. We've talked so much about habits and about confronting them and we've talked about shame and we've talked about hope and we've talked about so many things and now we're talking about loved ones and how do we handle that. This has been valuable information and it's available to you on these podcasts. Share them with others. The Mr. Change Agent podcast. You can go to the Mr. Change Agent YouTube channel as well just to go to YouTube and in the search box, put Mr. Change Agent, you'll see a picture come up of Ron. Click that. That takes you right to the page and you can uh, subscribe to it and there's all kinds of material there available. You can have Ron come to your group and uh, speak at some point. Uh, He's available for different uh, lectures and different uh, conferences and such if, if you'd like to look into that. Okay, so you can email him at ron at empowerministry.org. That's a little different than the website. Ron at empowerministry.org. And the website, with all kinds of valuable tools, is empowerforliving.com. Make sure you get that book on triggers. That's empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger, and it's yours free today. So thank you for joining us. Tell others about this. Share it. uh, Take the link and send it to people you know that need to hear this material. And we'll join you next time for another Mr. Change Agent with your host, Ron Olick.